0: Hey, welcome to the Business in Vancouver Podcast. I'm Tyler Orton, and this podcast is brought to you by Manning Elliott Accountants and Business Advisors. Joining me today is Thomas Buck he is the co-founder of Food. That is Food with Two U's, F-U-U-D. You can find them on their website at food.ca. Thomas, I want to thank you for joining us on the show today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So I'm talking about food. I, I love to talk about food, but I also want to talk about Food with two U's here. You guys are a meal kit delivery company, and this is becoming an increasingly interesting trend. We're seeing more and more of this pop up. You guys are based locally here in Vancouver. Tell us what kind of your mission statement is with food.
1: So our mission statement is essentially to bring the best of what's growing and being created around you by local farmers or artisan producers and wrapping it in a meal kit and delivering it to your door.
0: So what was your inspiration for pursuing this particular path in business?
1: There are a couple reasons why we started this business. Um, For the last 10 years, I'd, I'd been a filmmaker and life was getting very busy. We just had our third child and dinner had always been a sacred space for us. And we just saw that it was deteriorating. And on a trip to New Zealand, my family and I encountered a similar business down in New Zealand that was doing really well. And we thought, wow, this is uh, um, and a great way to not only have a, a great dinner, but also tell a great story. And in the Fraser Valley here, uh, we have a great story to tell with food.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about that Fraser Valley story here. Is there something unique about this region that, I don't know, you might not find with regards to, say, the Winnipeg food story, for example? What, what is special about the Fraser Valley?
1: BC has one of the best growing regions in the world, and there is a, an amazing history here of pioneers, um, both in the organic and non-organic sector, who've just, um, they, they have an amazing offering. And you can encounter that at the Vancouver Farmer's Market and at some grocery stores and also at food.ca.
0: Okay. So tell me a little bit about this, because I'm fascinated by kind of the connection between your passion for filmmaking and uh, your passion for food. It makes me also think back to growing up. You said like dinner is kind of a, a sacred thing for you and your family. I remember I was never allowed to have the TV screen on while we were at the dinner table as a family. And that was where like all of us is a big family it's like six of us all together. Mm-hmm. We had to have dinner almost every night together. Why is that kind of? Uh, is that something that you find is a little bit deteriorating around just modern go-go-go kind of lifestyles for many people? If you're in Vancouver nowadays,
1: yeah, it's easy to slip into those habits, and we, we catch ourselves all the time. And but our kids know when it's when it's dinner time. You know, they come and it's time to make a mess and paint the dinner table with whatever's in front of them. And we have learned with three kids how to cater to their ever-changing diets and and food.ca the offering isn't you know your standard mac and cheese we we have some exotic more elevated offerings but we think it's important to you know first of all you let the kids serve themselves that's that's kind of a great start to getting the kids involved in dinner and then we also just if they have a bite of something we don't try to force it down their throats and we just we want it to be a pleasant experience sometimes we end up just making spaghetti for them if they, they sure. can not eat it but it's it's uh, it's an it's an evolving experience
0: what was the what were the parameters you're working for when you guys figured you know we're gonna do this meal kit business because i mean there's different you know uh kind of flavors that you'd be able to provide to people there's different offerings that other maybe competitors would have what did you guys want to do that would maybe set you guys apart to some, a certain degree
1: so one one of the di- differentiating parts of food is is our involvement with local chefs and and local producers. So this past week we had a, a herb crusted uh, pork chop from Gelderman Farms, and that was brought uh, that was a recipe that was shared with us by biotayvr.ca. They're a local fermentation company, and um, Brad is just an amazing chef. He, he, chef, he spent a ton of time in New York, and he's now working in Vancouver. And we feature his his products on on our marketplace, but also for people to be able to take Brad's suggestion for, you know, a local pork chop, which he recommends Gelderman Farms, that's what we produce, or that's what we supplied. And to be, for people to be able to experience this and have, you know, local BC potatoes, local pork chops, fresh herbs, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a great story. And, you know, dinner's the last thing that we th- sometimes think about, but it's the best way to finish your day. And that's, that's what we try to do is just create a remarkable experience for people with every dinner.
0: I want to also come at this from maybe like the business sort of angle uh, for this. And and what is kind of maybe your business model? How is this something that you want to make sure? It's not just a great thing to kind of celebrate, Mm -hmm. not just a great thing to talk about, Mm -hmm. but something that's going to be economically viable here in a region like Metro Vancouver.
1: So the economics of the meal kit business are complex. And we have spent the last year really fine tuning what we think is a sustainable model because we have seen the giants um, just compete en masse for market share. And no one is boasting any profits right now because they're spending so much on mar- on, on market capture, on uh, customer acquisition, on distribution and mar- and packaging. And so what we've said is okay what is going to be the meal kit what's a meal kit going to look like in 5 years and we think that there are going to be companies like Electronic Arts and Microsoft and there's going to be areas like Burnaby that are, or UBC that will have their own meal kits because it's a it's a terrific way to celebrate what's local and the distribution model that's shipping boxes across canada just isn't sustainable and so what we've done is we've we've looked at our packaging and we've created a sustainable packaging so and about 40 percent of our customers right now return their packaging to us so that we can compost it recycle or reuse the elements that we can and we know that we have the lightest footprint in canada of any meal kit provider, environmental footprint and we're aiming to be a B Corp certified and a zero waste facility by the end of the year. These are big goals for us, but we know it's the only way that both the the earth can the planet can can sustain a meal kit company, but also we think that, you know, it's like we just say we think you're not going to marry your first kiss. There's a lot mm-hmm. of other providers that are educating people and marketing about what a meal kit is. But the one you're going to marry is going to be food.ca.
0: So you think just as maybe the market gets more developed, more mature, they kind of understand what the different offerings are, There's like that's where you guys are able to step in here and say, hey, this actually would be like a superior product if it's, even if it's not maybe the first one you've tried here. 100%. Okay. Well, we're speaking to Thomas Bucken. He is the co-founder of Food. That's food with two U's. You can find them at food.ca. We're going to take a little bit of a break here, but stay with us. More to talk about with Thomas with regards to this whole meal kit delivery service that we're seeing grow more and more just across all our walks of life here. But this podcast is brought to you by Manning Elliott Accountants and Business Advisors. Manning Elliott has been providing expert accounting, assurance, business advisory, tax, and valuation services to businesses in the Lower Mainland and Fraser Valley since 1952. If you're serious about taking your business and brand to the next level, if you want an accounting firm, they'll be there to help you every step of the way. Give Manning Elliott accountants and business advisors a call at 604-714-3600, at 604-714-3600, or else check them out on their website at manningelliot.ca.com. So Thomas, where we left off, we're talking about the economics of it. And I'm also somebody, I like getting into the weeds just a little bit, maybe kind of the minutiae most people would be like, well, I don't know about that. But what is the logistics of just uh, preparing everything, getting things out in the mail, making sure it's delivered properly, people making sure that their orders are correct? What is kind of the step-by-step kind of day in the life for you guys ensuring everything's going smoothly?
1: So we have definitely made some mistakes along the way, and that was essentially copy copycatting what we saw in the market when we started. And and as we've evolved, we have found that um, who you hire is very very important. And we are very lucky to have um, some some folks that weren't in the food industry but bring. We have a a radiologist that now runs our operations, and uh, thank thankfully it's just run like a, a machine. Everything is clean on time orderly and calm and then we and in charge of our delivery is a 75 year old um, ex-prof from SFU and he just calls everybody that he you know on the phone before before the delivery comes and there's we we've we've grown to be quite a, a personal high touch company and our customers know our drivers they know a lot of the people that work in, in in the warehouse because they they'll come by and grab their kit sometimes um and it's so the the op, but operationally uh there is a, there's a lot of
0: um
1: how would you say um, like
0: diversity within the ranks or
1: yeah absolutely i mean there's The from from the marketing to the the folks that are making the sauces. uh, We have a local chef that also works in a local prison, and so and then we have and then Michael Winning, who's our 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 culinary director. You know, he spent ten years on super yachts kind of cooking for the rich and famous. And now I was
0: never invited to any of those trips.
1: Neither was, was I, but (laughs) yeah, he's uh he's uh, an amazing personality and he brings a lot to the table. And so we have a very eclectic, diverse range of people who are working with the company and um, everybody brings a lot to the table.
0: So do you guys have like a, a profile for like a typical client or customer? Do you guys have an idea about like who is ordering from you?
1: Well, we think we do and then it changes Sure. <laughs> because we have people whose teenage teenagers do the ordering and they're responsible for doing the cooking twice a week in the house. Or we have people who use the service to teach their kids how to cook and, and, it, and it creates time for them in the kitchen so that they, they can spend time with their six or seven-year-old. We have people who only order it when they have a uh, Airbnb guest. And so they they let their air, they put a couple of meals in the fridge for their Airbnb guests, and it's a great way to get introduced to to Vancouver West Coast culture. So we you know primarily we think it's young families who have suddenly because of the, the introduction of a couple of, of of a child or two don't have the time to experience the the great food that they used to have the time to go and experience in the local restaurants. Now they can get it delivered to their home, um, but it, it, it's really quite a wide range of, of folks who are using the service.
0: Do you have an idea of like maybe what a, a teenager is going to be uh, ordering from you guys versus maybe what their parents are? I, I'm just thinking about what I, I would have been ordering from yes. a company when I was young. Yes, It probably would have been like pizza every day, which I, I'm afraid I, I just can't do uh, <laughs> as somebody in my 30s now. I
1: think most of our customers, you can safely say, are over 30 and it's, you know, you... you it, every, <laughs> Myself included, I didn't do a lot of cooking before four thirty, and now it's something I really look forward to. It's a ritual that um, is is kind of like a meditation and wipes the day clean, so that you can actually spend time and, and be present with those who who you love.
0: Yeah, have you guys learned just over the last little while about like proper price points, like what's going to be just enough to kind of make the the margins work versus What's going to be enough? That's not going to scare certain customers away. The segments that you want.
1: So we track our our, our KPIs, our food costs very closely, and we we range between forty and fifty percent food costs, which is much higher than the competition. We know that the competition operates around twenty five to thirty percent, and it's because we put a lot more value in the kits, and we suffer uh, our profits suffer because of that. But we think that ultimately, it's a it's. It's a marketing cost because if you put a great experience on the table, people are going to talk about it and people are going to share it.
0: Well, that's just what I was going to ask is if you guys can convince people that, you know, this is going to be the best product out there, then it really is kind of the word of mouth that's going to spread. It's about gaining market share as well in a very competitive segment of uh, this sort of business, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, and I want to go back to this because uh, you did bring up the filmmaking aspect of this. Have you ever been able to combine kind of these passions, like the filmmaking as well as food? Are there I don't know, documentaries in your background or anything like that that kind of um, expands on on this?
1: So I've been making films for the last 10 years in BC. I graduated from Emily Carr in 2005 and it's been a, a really busy decade since then. And I thought that my my filmmaking and storytelling um, abilities would, would help us differentiate Food.ca from the competitors. So we spend a lot of time on local farms. Uh, just last week, we were out at Hazelmere Organic Farm with Natty King and we, she whipped up a, a great uh, kale salad with a cranberry vinaigrette with some farmer sausage. Then she picked the kale from the farm herself. And if, for us, it's just, it's about relationships and about how can we share those great relationships and stories with our customers and let people know that they really do live in, in an amazing part of the world.
0: Like, I, I do like the storytelling aspect of food because I I like those situations where I'm either at a restaurant or I'm, I'm going on vacation. and I like kind of those food vacations where you're specifically searching out certain cuisines, you hear about them and stuff. But what is it do you think that draws so many people? And I know it's not everybody. A lot of people just eat because they're hungry. But what is it about food that kind of draws people into maybe the certain narratives that they're seeking out here?
1: I think it's it's ultimately it's food is one of those rare occasions where you can sit down with people and you can look in their eyes and and reconnect and and nourish n- nourish the relationships through great food so I, there there is a little bit of a renaissance here on the west coast in terms of uh a storytelling with and and a, and a and a priority of the local so you can see all, all of the, the the leading restaurants in Vancouver here you know they're putting the name of the you know zachlin heritage farm carriage or, or force bower Beets. and and it's a point of pride for people because they know that the, the the folks that are surviving on the farms and are thriving are 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 very innovative persistent individuals that should be celebrated
0: well thomas i want to thank you for joining us on the show today
1: Thank you for having me.
0: That's Thomas Buckin. He is the co-founder of Food. And that's food with two U's at food.ca. And you're listening to the Business in Vancouver podcast. And of course, this podcast was brought to you by Manning Elliott, accountants and business advisors. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. Leave us some reviews. It helps more people find us. Meanwhile, you can find my stories at biv.com or else find me on social media on Twitter. I'm at reporting. that's R-E-P-O-R-T-O-N. Thomas, before we let you go, are you on social media? Is there anything that you can uh, plug uh, right now? Absolutely. Please
1: uh, follow us at, at @realfood and
0: uh, www.food.ca is a website. And um, thanks for listening. Excellent. Thank you once again, Thomas. Great. That's the Business in Vancouver podcast.